0: The hemp industry has been known to be active and thriving for over more than 10,000 years, stretching back over millennia throughout different societies, countries, dynasties, cultures, and religions. Hemp has been studied in depth more than we would initially think, and the results are quite fascinating.
1: Columbia History of the World discovered the oldest fragment of hemp fabric dates back to 8,000 BC. Fragment rope imprints on Chinese pottery indicate that hemp was used right around 10,000 BC.
0: Hemp is easy to grow and has a lot of positive factors to it, so let's rewind all the way back to the beginning of known civilizations and hop over to the ancient Middle East.
1: Let's start with one of the oldest texts we have, the Bible. The Hebrew Bible mentions the word canna several times. Canna is an ancient word for traditional Hebrew word cannabis. Modern Hebrew now reads the word cannabosum canna meaning reed or hemp, and bossum meaning aromatic.
0: However, an error occurred with the Septuagint in the 3rd century BC, and here the Hebrew word canna, Q-A-N-E-H, was mistranslated to calamus. But let's put that meaning of on the back burner for now and come back to it a little later
1: hemp is described in Exodus 30 22-23 basically a recipe for anointing oil moreover the Lord spoke to Moses saying take also for yourself the finest of spices the flowing myrrh 500 shekels and a fragrant cinnamon half as much 250 and a fragrant cane 250. These shekels are a reference to the weight of each ingredient, one of them being fragrant cane, which is another translation for canna.
0: Song of Solomon 414 mentions of the plant in a refreshing garden. Nard and saffron, calamus and cinnamon with all trees and frankincense, myrrh, and aloes with all choice spices. Here we see calamus or canna being compared with rare and expensive oils and spices.
1: In Ezekiel 2719, we mention cane as merchandise. And casks of wine from Euseel, they exchanged for their wares. Wrought iron, cassia, and calamus were bartered for your merchandise. Here we see calamus being used for bartering and trade.
0: So calamus, or canna, or hemp, and cannabis, is used frequently seemingly with finer things in life when referenced in the Bible. Going back to the translation of calamus, calamus is actually a common marshy plant that's toxic, as well as been banned here in the U.S. due to large amounts of acerone, a poison that's shown to cause cancer. Why would a cheap, toxic substance be used with expensive oils or be used for trade?
1: Why would anyone want to trade a common, marshy, poisonous plant? After a little digging around, it seems this mistranslation of canna to calamus happened in the 3rd century BC, and all other translation versions after that kept the calamus alive and canna disappeared.
0: It's a little illogical to assume that the plant, as important as cannabis, which is a great source of fiber and textiles and is loaded with nutritional oils and medicinal properties, um, it's ridiculously easy to grow as well. Why would that have gone unnoticed and why would it be ignored by the Judaic religion?
1: It's also illogical that calamus would have been used for anointing oils or described in comparison and in conjunction with expensive and rare spices or even comparable to a valuable trade.
0: Semantics aside, cannabis is mentioned many times throughout some of the oldest texts on record. So let's take a trip over to Asia. Other ancient civilizations in this part of the world have more detailed writings on cannabis or hemp. Do music.
1: <laughs> Emperor Shen Nung, known as the father of Chinese medicine, used cannabis resin and wine to reduce pain during surgery around 2700 BC.
0: The book, The Shu King, refers to soil being rich with silk and hemp around 2350 B.C.
1: Hemp clothing was used for burial dating back to the Chu dynasty from 1122 to 249 B.C. Chu or chow?
0: <laughs> chow, di- chow? Chow. chow dynasty. I'm hungry. The Chinese used cannabis for writing, food, medicine, and clothing. Archaeological sites on Oki Island in Japan discovered the use of the hemp plant around 8,000 B.C.
1: Hemp was discovered to be an important crop to ancient Korea around 3,000 B.C. These techniques in cultivating, producing, and manufacturing hemp products were passed down and moved on to Taiwan and India.
0: Cannabis was then introduced to Africa by Arab and Indian travelers and eventually found its way to Europe. Spain then brought cannabis to the Western world in Chile as well as cultivated around 1545. After that, it made its popularity over to the New World and North America around 1600 A.D.
1: Reports of the New World were observed, and hemp was noticed being cultivated by the local natives. Even some reports were said that wild hemp was better than that in England. As early as 1619, an act was passed that required all planters to grow both English and Indian hemp on their plantations.
0: Hemp in the United States. Cue music. George Washington, John Adams, Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, all growers and advocates of hemp. The diaries of George Washington clearly state that he grew hemp and was an active advocate for its growth. In a letter he wrote to his plant manager, William Pierce, he said, Mr. Pierce, on my farming plantation, I want you to make the most of hemp and plant it everywhere in my farmland. Another letter he wrote to the Secretary of Finance at the time, Alexander Hamilton, stating the encouragement of growing cotton and hemp and the advantages it would bring to the country.
1: Thomas Jefferson had a U.S. patent for a hemp threshing machine as well as serving as an ambassador to France. He smuggled new cannabis-strain seeds from China to France and then to America. Benjamin Franklin owned one of the very first paper mills that processed hemp into parchment paper. During the colonial era and early America, Americans were even legally bound to grow hemp. Colonies used hemp for rope, cloth, canvas, sacks, and paper even the Declaration of Independence was penned on hemp paper.
0: Hemp, which as we know is a part of the cannabis family, I believe was a necessary, booming, and thriving industry for 99.9% of the known history of the world. It wasn't so much a miracle crop as much as it was literally woven throughout societies. Cannabis was a way of life that reached over provinces, countries, dynasties, cultures, religion, and even believed to be a conduit in which we could be set apart to be in the presence of God. Over millennia, this was the plant, the source, the answer, the clothing, the food, the medicine, and the communication between people and bringing them together.
1: Hemp made its way through societies, and ultimately the world. Its function was necessary to us, and we couldn't function the same way without it. So what exactly happened? Societies across the globe spanning a multitude of generations have been using this plant to live, to function, to thrive, and then poof. All of a sudden, gone, wiped away, or at least forgotten about.
0: I don't recall a time as a child I had hemp clothing or wrote on hemp paper. The novelty was there, however, that's all it was. A late 20th century novelty. So have we recently, in the past decade or so, rediscovered a mystery that was lost with time? And with that, have we missed the mark to what this whole plant is meant for? It seems the only reason we can use this plant today is if it's processed in one form or another. But why were these ancient people doing so much with it, without it being processed? What did they know that we don't?
1: What do we know that they didn't?
0: The American dark ages of cannabis emerged. Thank you for listening to Cannabinerds and the History of Hemp Part 1. To discover more and listen to past episodes, please head over to cannabinerdspodcast.com. Like and leave a comment at Cannabinerds Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, or you can find me on Twitter, at David Wojci. Like what you're hearing? Please rate and review Cannabinerds on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. The History of Hemp Part 2 coming soon. Thanks for listening. This episode of Cannabinerds is brought to you by TheHempJar.com. We all hear CBD oil does great things, but there's more. The Hemp Jar provides the most natural form of CBD, called hemp paste. Hemp paste is the world's only whole plant CBD product by using their proprietary, non-extraction method leaving the entire hemp plant whole. Taking hemp paste, or the whole plant, is the only way doctors and scientists say is to have the entourage effect. Having all 118 cannabinoids, terpenes, and flavonoids, 480 compounds, working together, synergistically within your body to create homeostasis and balance. Something that CBD oil does not have the capacity to do by itself. Balance out your life and head on over to thehempjar.com to receive 10% off your first order with the coupon code cannabinerds10, only at thehempjar.com. Again, receive 10% off your first order using C-A-N-N-A-B-I-N-E-R-D-S-1-0 at TheHempJar.com. TheHempJar.com, the most natural form of CBD.